decluttering is not the be all and end all to creating a better life. And that might sound crazy coming from a minimalist who publicly talks about minimalism, but I strongly believe that in order to get more of what you want out of life, you have to change the way you think more than anything. So today I'm sharing three mindset shifts that I believe are more valuable to your life than decluttering. And that's a pretty bold statement, but I'm confident my words can back it up. Fear-driven versus agile. These two mindsets are by far the most interesting and in many ways they lay the foundation for the other two mindsets I'll talk about later on. Now, if we look at these two side by side, a fear-driven mindset is when our brain is repeatedly exposed to experiences or messages that trigger fear. One big problem with this way of thinking is that it stops us from asking questions, from learning, from trying new things, and from growing in life. Fear is a very limiting mindset. It's rigid and it keeps you trapped. By contrast, an agile mindset is all about being flexible in your approach and adapting to whatever comes your way. This mindset is deeply rooted in the belief that you should embrace change, which is quite the opposite of fear in many ways. See, when you're armed with an agile mind, your future is full of possibilities. But how do you cultivate this mindset specifically? Number one is you first have to recognize the true meaning of fear. Fear stands for false evidence appearing real. And the sooner we can accept this truth, the sooner we can begin to suffocate our fear-driven mindset and break free from the limitations it placed on us. Number two is choosing to be more flexible. Truth is, we unconsciously hold on to old ways of thinking, old ways of doing, and old ways of being because it's what we're used to and it's a habit. But if we call it like it is, it's because of fear. We're afraid to try something new, so we resist change altogether. But see, the key is giving yourself permission to choose differently, to choose flexibility, to choose to challenge yourself, and to choose to suffocate fear. And number three is to reframe your problems. Believe it or not, your perspective shapes your belief. So in order to change your belief, you have to reframe your problems and turn them into challenges. This instantly gamifies it. And that small shift in your thinking is how you turn challenges into real life changes, something that fear has repeatedly and successfully kept you from doing. Scarcity versus abundance. If we look at these two mindsets side by side, a scarcity mindset is the belief that there is never going to be enough. Not enough time, not enough money, not enough possessions even. People with this mindset tend to hold on to whatever they have now because it might not come around later. On the other side, an abundance mindset refers to the paradigm that there is plenty. And rather than focusing on what you don't have, which is what a scarcity mindset promotes, abundant thinking focuses on what you do have. It allows you to see possibility, and that in and of itself can shift your perspective in many ways. Now, one way to cultivate an abundance mindset is by examining and rewriting your beliefs. A scarcity mindset typically stems from deeply rooted beliefs about yourself and how life works. So shifting from a scarcity to an abundance mindset begins with becoming aware of your beliefs. Whenever you notice scarcity-related thoughts in your mind or feelings of fear and anxiety start to cover you like a dark cloud, Ask yourself, are my thoughts and beliefs in this moment empowering me or disempowering me? And allow your answer to guide you in a new direction. In this case, away from scarcity and towards abundance. Another option for you would be to detach from expectations. 10 times out of 10, a scarcity mindset is laced with fear. And I know this because fear and I have butted heads and exchanged words quite a few times in my life. But a really important lesson that I've learned is that the key to an abundance mindset is becoming detached from any expectations of how, when, and what will happen in the future. And if you instead set your intentions for what you authentically want and detach from the nitty gritty details of how that it comes to be, you're actually becoming 
becoming more resilient in navigating the unpredictability of life. So when life happens, as people say, because of your abundant thinking and detachment from expectations, you're quite frankly more equipped to find solutions while still trusting that everything will work out for you. Or as my dad would say, it'll all work itself out in the wash. Now, the final piece to this puzzle, at least when it comes to cultivating an abundance mindset anyway, is strengthening your trust. And one way you can do this is by recognizing abundance in past life experiences. See, the thing about cultivating an abundance mindset is that it requires trust that there is always enough, which may be hard to do when coming from a scarcity mindset. So the best proof is always personal experience. For example, you may have had a situation in your life that didn't work out as expected, but the outcome still led to new opportunities or lessons learned. A blessing in disguise is a phrase that's commonly used. But finding proof of abundance in your own life makes it easier to see change as a redirection versus a loss of something that's scarce. Fixed versus growth. If we look at these two mindsets side by side, a fixed mindset means you believe intelligence, talent, and other qualities like that are innate and unchangeable. If you're not good at something, you typically think that you will never be good at it. But a growth mindset, on the other hand, means you believe intelligence and talent can be developed with practice, dedication, and hard work over a period of time. Now, there is a time and a place where you can say someone just has raw talent. Take singing as an example. But that doesn't mean that you should feel limited to a fixed mindset just because you're not as naturally gifted as something as someone else is. You're still more than capable of achieving great things as long as you cultivate a growth mindset. But how exactly do you put this concept into practice? The first step is deciding to choose a growth mindset over a fixed mindset. When you do, something very interesting starts to happen. You start to challenge whether your words, actions, and way of thinking reflect somebody who was learning something new or staying stuck in the past. And this self-assessment is quite literally the most honest feedback you can receive when it comes to improving your life. Secondly, I'd encourage you to focus on learning. A major life lesson that isn't always talked about is the fact that it's okay to look silly or stupid or whatever whenever you step outside of your comfort zone and try new things. But the vast majority of us refuse to look silly or stupid. We fear judgment from others and from ourselves. So rather than embrace learning, we avoid it, resulting in a fixed mindset. Thirdly, it's to enjoy the process. See, the ironic thing about growth is that it feels awkward. So when you're choosing to have a growth mindset, you're also choosing to enjoy the feelings of awkwardness. And lastly, I like to remind you that the gift is your growth. When embracing a growth mindset, it's really easy to get caught up in the rewards that are given to recognize achievements and milestones we reach. But at the end of the day, as long as you're making progress, as long as you're growing, as long as you're improving by at least 1% every day, then that in and of itself is a gift to recognize and celebrate. Keep growing, keep learning, and always stay true to you. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.